down. Spider two wide banana. The line slides to the left. Watch the young back cut down the defensive end, but there's a beautiful banana. There's three quarterbacks in this football team. Whichever one starts, starts. Whichever one don't, we'll back them out. Period. Cut and dry. Next. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Welcome to the TW Podcast. Today is May 7th, uh, 2020. Uh, we are sitting here uh, live from my second floor bedroom here, the second bedroom of the uh, house here. Uh, and it uh, days are starting to, uh, you know, I keep saying it every week, mesh together. Right now, uh, it, I, I, it's Thursday. Uh, I know that because I looked at my calendar shortly ago. Uh, but get, you know, days just really mesh together here right now. Um, you know, I'm really getting excited for uh, you know the 16th to get here. As far as I know, on the 16th, I can go back to the office. I can start uh, working more normally than from my home, um, and I think I'll thoroughly enjoy that now. Uh, it's been a long time coming. That you never realize how you miss something till it's been gone from you for a while. And you know my office isn't exactly uh, the Taj Mahal, uh, but I I miss it, and I you know I, I miss being around my staff uh, every day. You know I, I say staff, but reality they're my friends, um, and it's just you know you miss that that constant interaction. Not that we don't get interaction now, it's just uh, either six feet apart or on Zoom. You know Zoom in itself, I'm getting uh, sick of so. Uh, but it's uh, it's Thursday. You get the podcast dropped to you on Friday the eighth. Um, you know today's show we're gonna go. Uh, I'm kind I'm gonna have my graduating seniors of the Finlandia football team on the podcast. Uh, these three gentlemen are uh, I've known them for quite a long time now. They're three outstanding uh, gentlemen that make me laugh. Uh, got really uh, got to really know these three guys because they have uh, persevered and showed true sisu through the the tough times of uh, the beginning of this program. Um, but I'm excited to talk to them. Um, really uh, talk about you know what their plans are here that they graduated last week. Uh, you know, and going forward and you know making their stamp on on the world. You know, and I'm excited to talk to those three guys. Um, I'm sure it'll be uh, some laughs uh, and some pat on the backs and probably some uh, harassment. I am I, I, I am 100% sure that they will, now that I'm not their head football coach, uh, probably take some shots at me. So, you know, whatever it is, uh, we'll talk with those three guys, uh, as well as uh, I want to talk about a documentary I watched called McMillions um, about the McDonald's Monopoly game. Uh, watch on Amazon Prime. Uh, as well as, you know, we're going to do our staples here. Uh, we'll have the Netflix movie of the week, which is one I'm super excited about. And we'll also do the three and out with the third down. I guarantee it's going to be a special surprise for people out there. Uh, but, hey, let's get into the podcast. All right. We got three uh, gentlemen joining the podcast here. Uh, we have Wilson Spryer. Say hello, Wilson. Hello. Hi. We have Addison Martin. 
Hello. And we have Bryce Bouchane. Yeah. AKA Bobby. So, how are you boys doing? Pretty good. Not too bad. Pretty good, not too bad. You guys are a very talkative bunch out here today. Just like no. Oh, we're going in order. Well, just your turn, Addison. You you may go now. Oh, I'm just splendid. Wonderful times. Wonderful times. Great attitude. Love Abby. <laughs> Bryce looks like he's old, like he's like 42 years old already, like an old man back there. Yeah, I feel pretty old. Yeah, just been enjoying this quarantine, you know, taking advantage of the time I have. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, the first question I want to ask is, uh, did you know, here's just one you guys can all answer at once. Did you guys do uh, the virtual graduation? I did not. You did not? Not yet, no. Wasn't it like last week? I don't know. <laughs> I know there's a thing yeah. we can do. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's piss poor. But, well... Oh, I assume you guys' classes went well and you guys, you're officially going to graduate, correct? That's correct. Well, I'm hearing. Well, that's, yeah. that's the good news. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear it. You know, you guys are, uh, you guys are coming from a, uh, the 2016 recruiting class, uh, which is one of the OG recruiting classes in the Finlandia football program. Uh, so, you know, I just kind of want to, I want to go around. I want to, I want to see, uh, let me know what you, you know, just, just fill me in a little bit what you guys been up to since basically uh, the drop of whatever day there in March where they're like, move out of the dorms, everybody, there's no more classes here. You do online classes. Uh, fill me in on what you guys been up to since that point. Uh, and we'll start with that. Wilson, let's go. Uh, well, uh, I've been working more, picked up a lot of shifts from work, work like one thirty to 8, almost every day. So you're saying um, work because you don't want people out there to know you're at Burger King right now. Is that what you're trying to do? No, I'm, I'm DK. I'm a trainer. Now, a hold trainer. up. Right. I, I do have a sidebar question on that. Um, our men's basketball coach said one of y'all's players uh, has a player that works at Burger King, and he gave me extra chicken nuggets. Is that a true story, and was it you? I don't know. Maybe. Sure. We're going to say yeah. Good for you. I'm proud of you for that, all right? Take credit where credit is due. So you've been working a lot. Anything else you've been doing? Uh, I moved into an apartment. Well, you moved into an apartment. That's, that's good news. Now, it's just so everybody else knows out there, you really stink at Madden. Uh, you're a bottom dweller in uh, my Madden League, and it's pretty embarrassing. Wilson might have froze. Yeah. That might be actually okay for him. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? I said you stink in my Madden League. Like, you're terrible. Bro, dude, my quarterback is 72 now. You, dude, that's what's up. Oh, a 72. Yeah, I'm building youth, baby. Dude, my guards, oh, all 70, both Backups and starters. Jeez. That's key, bro. That's key. Uh, I bet you it is key. And Howard as my running backs. Come at me. My defense is all right. Okay. 
What about you, Addison? What you been up? Uh, not much. Just been working a lot, playing a lot of video games, spending Work. a lot of time with my fiance. Well, that is a good thing. What where are you working at right now? I'm working as a grocery stocker at Meyer. Well, that's stocking groceries is a fun job. It's not bad. I don't mind it. No, it's actually pretty fun. Now, you got any – I remember before uh, everything was going down, you said you were going to have to go do some training. Did you have to do some training recently? No, or, that actually got canceled. And so far we don't have any sort of Army thing for like the next two months or so. Well, that's – you're still getting paid for that stuff, right? You only get paid when you're actually training. Uh, we only get paid when we're actually training, but we've been doing this virtual drill thing, so it's not bad. So you get paid during virtual drill? Yep. Well, hell yeah, that's a good deal now. Yeah, so I had to make a PowerPoint last month, so it wasn't that bad. Well, nice. Mm-hmm. What, what we got going up here, Bryce? What do what you got going on? Well, yeah, I just basically finished out my classes. Um, I ended up moving back home because I, I started a new job. A little over a week ago and just been working since. What are you doing? I am uh, currently a corrections officer in Wisconsin for a sheriff's department. Oh, and they got you working 630 to 630? Yep, just got off not too long ago, yeah. I was I was assuming you had your old mill job and you were, you were that was why you were going to look like a disgruntled old man by now. Nope, I decided to go a different route. When I came back home. <laughs> well, very good. Um, now, you know, let's uh, – my next question is I want, I want the viewership here. I want you guys to tell us what your major is, what you got, um, and what you plan on doing in the future. Like right now, it's, a, it's not it, – for you guys, it's not an easy time to be graduating because uh, a lot of people are not going to be hiring right away. You know, Bryce is already – sounds like he's got a job kind of already uh, in what his is. But I know you two boys down here are history guys. So, you know, what do you guys plan on doing? Uh, well, I'm a history major. Uh, next year I'm planning on being the assistant coach at Finlandia, hopefully, and something with uh, the school and admissions counseling or something with that or being some type – part-time guy now you you're wanting to be a football coach you know and uh it's a really fun career um but uh for me to trust you to be on my staff i need you to be honest and tell everybody out here in the world uh that for the past four years we have lied on your height uh on the game day program Wilson at no point in time has ever stood at five foot ten. Uh, he's probably five seven and three quarters, uh, about a quarter inch shorter than me. So, uh, you know, let's just—I just want to hear you say it that you're not five ten. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Who was measuring that day? Uh, who was it? Not Matlack. Who's the other coach? Matt you gotta understand, as football coaches, we were hoping you were five foot ten. Yeah, I know. My mom lied about that, all right? I told, I told her 5'9", okay? I'm 5'8". I'm at least 5'8". All right? I'll say I'm 5'8". What about you, Addison? What do you got planned, man? 
Well, at some point within the next couple months, I'm gonna apply for Northern and get my teaching certificate there and hope to become a teacher and a football coach somewhere. And then after that, getting married. When is your uh, wedding day? Did you guys pick one yet or no? August 14th of 2021. August 14th. Yep. Nice summer wedding. You guys going to get married in Ishpeming or what? Uh, that's what we're thinking. Well, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Big time. It's going to be a time superhero doing. wedding as well. Getting married, you know, if you need help with that, uh, uh, getting into that, you know, at Northern, you know, I don't like to say other schools, but, you know, Northern Michigan, I could help you out. So just let me know. Um, All right. But that'll be good. Are you planning on uh, coaching this fall or? I'm going to uh, try to at least some couple of schools around here. Okay. Well, get after it, man. That's fine. All you got to do is go ask guys. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you right in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, being a high school coach, they don't ever want to pay you. So don't go in there thinking you're going to get uh, any money out of the gig. Just say, hey, man, I want to volunteer. And then if they like you long enough, they end up paying you. Nice. <laughs> At least that's my experience. So. <laughs> what about you, Bryce? Um, I am a criminal justice major. And I guess down the road, I'd like to be on the road either as like a deputy or like maybe work for the state or like the city. Now you're working in the jail. Correct. Um, like how's, how's that going? Are you intimidated by the, uh, the, the inmates of those cell blocks? Are they getting you a little nervous? Cause I know you didn't hit the weight room very hard while you were here. So uh, probably most of those guys could probably whoop your ass. So, you know, I just get a little curious uh, how you do. Um, at first, you know, a little intimidated. It's now getting better, but you know, we also house the state inmates at this jail, so you know, the crimes vary from you know murderers to you know sex crimes and stuff. So, you know, yeah, and these guys, you know, you know, they're in there for like twenty, thirty plus years. You know, they don't really have a lot to lose, and you know, I still want to be able to do things in my life so yeah you know you got to be careful every day and 100 percent. you, you I, can't yeah you can't show you're intimidated or anything though 100 percent. i i asked that because uh one of my former high school coaches he's a prison guard out in newberry and he would tell me just nightmare stories that go on uh but he's like you got to be on full alert 100 percent of the time like a lot of these guys you know when you're working in prisons especially specifically like they, some of those guys, they're in there for life. They're not ever getting out. They, they will do whatever they want to do to stir the pot, uh, anything to get them extra cred. So, you know, that's just something you got to keep your head on a swivel and never back down to those guys at any point in time. So, yeah. now here's, here's a good question. All right. What are you guys going to miss most, you know, now that you won't be playing football. What's the part of the game you're going to miss the most? Can we name like two things? Sure. All right. I'm going to miss the Bubs group chat and the like off-season, or like that off-season really. Like just hanging out with everybody in the morning and lifting weights. I'm going to miss that a lot. 
a lot. Yeah. All right. What about you, Addison? With Wilson on the uh, the offseason grind, uh, that was always the most favorite part about football was just training, especially in the weight room. But another thing is uh, just all the camaraderie with everybody. Now, do you think, like, uh, the reason why you like the weight room so much you're going to miss it the most is because that's where you spent a majority of your time actually getting to know your teammates and, uh, you know, pushing each other a little bit? I'd say so. I'd say that was a big part. Because I know that uh, in the weight room, uh, tempers can uh, fare high or low in there. But usually that's when you get to know somebody is when somebody gets pissed off and then you got to come to an understanding and a mutual agreement with one another. So, mm-hmm. well, what about you, Bryce? <laughs> I'm going to miss hanging out with the boys mostly. And then also I'm going to miss traveling. I, I thought that was a really fun experience too. That came with football, getting to see new places. Are you going to miss when like somebody would show up late to a workout and you'd have to do up downs because that person was late? I am not going to miss that. Um, I thought there maybe should have been a different of, more like a different punitive model you would say I if i was to change the punitiveness of that uh i would have actually probably said make bryce do two more <laughs> than everybody else yeah. hey man when you're that's the thing about it is you know sometimes you get some teammates that are great teammates you never have to worry about they're going to show up they're going to do what they're supposed to do and there's guys who don't care and those are the most uh, difficult guys to play with because you're like, man, like, do you care enough? This is this is not uh, the way that I saw it going. You know, like some of these kids just think that they don't have to work out that hard or they need their part-time guy. You know, it's college football. I don't care if we're Division three, two, or one. You got to lift weights and you got to run and you got to get better. It's the only way you're going to be successful in this sport, so – but, all right, I want to – I don't want to pat my own ego, so I'm not going to ask you the question, who's your favorite coach, because I, I got a feeling all three of you guys would say me. Um, yeah, quit smiling, Wilson. What? But, you know, over, over the four years that you guys have been here, uh, who else has been your favorite coach? Well, so it's tough for you. You were stuck with me for four years in the old line room. You got bulk of me. Same with you, Bryce. Like, at least Addison got, you know, other points of view half the time. Oh, I had I had a lot of variety over over my, my time. There's no question. <laughs> so, or, you know, if you don't want to say your favorite, you can just share a story of a coach that you really enjoy, even if it's going to embarrass that coach a little bit. Not inappropriate embarrass, but maybe embarrass him a little bit. All right, so I'm going to go Matlack, right? <laughs> reason why Matlack, right? So right before he left Christmas, like for after Christmas break, he told me if I got my grades straight, that Wilson, you would be a team captain. And I like, me and him fought all the time on the field. TW, you know, when I ran power, I yelled at him because I told him that was my guy. And then I, we always fought back. And he still liked me at the end. And then Coach Bell and Tuesday because they helped me on my snapping. Okay. Uh, my 
junior year, and they were always positive. And Coach Perkle was LG. All right, Addison, what do you got? Yours is my most curious one. Oh, let's see here. Considering uh, that you played I, multiple positions and yes. uh, you, you kind of had a lot of different coaches. I'd say uh, uh, Perkle was big, big favorite of mine. Spent a lot of time with him. Uh, another one would probably be Boss. Loved Boss. <laughs> then uh, – I also enjoyed spending a lot of time with uh, Sarton recently, this last year. What about that linebacker coach? <laughs> oh, Greg? Oh, I love yeah. Greg. Love oh, Greg. Greg was a great guy. Should have brought oh, him Oh, great guy. Great guy. No, that's, that's, that's the biggest mistake of Finlandia history is not bringing back Greg Sagara. My biggest question, is it true that he beat you in one-on-one -on -one basketball, Addison? <laughs> Yes, I was a witness. <laughs> but the way he did it was was pure luck. I had never seen a man shoot so many threes and airball them, except for the last three needed in order to win the game. That's just a that's that's a Michael Jordan trait right there. Just game time's on the line, make that bucket. Exactly what happened. <laughs> Bryce, you look like you're about to pass out, brother. What do you got up there? Well, I felt like you expected different answers so far from what you were asking of these guys. But but my favorite coach probably was – I would say I'll give it to you. I'll let you let your ego grow a little bit. And then uh, I enjoyed our meetings, you know. I never had a true tight ends coach, really. So I was always either with the O-line, maybe like, fullbacks maybe like running backs like a little bit or something or wide receivers too but yeah I definitely enjoyed being with the O-line having you as my position and head coach the most so well I think you know it was tough being a tight end where we kind of split you up so the O-line coach didn't have to sit there and install pass routes and watch the O-line go huh <laughs> what yeah. I mean that's the most difficult because you know Wilson that would go way over his head all right and then, like, all of a sudden, he'd ask why you ran a route uh, incorrectly one time, and I'll be like, Wilson, shut up. Why don't you go fumble <laughs> the snap that, again? Bro? How would I even know what you're snap doing? Again? I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, no, that, that's a lie. The nice, part, the nice part is, Bryce, Bryce, you fit right into the room. Like, as I told you, probably in your second year, uh, you just got to become a grizzled old veteran early and just be uh, that guy's like, I'm getting too old for this shit. And you walk in and you just start doing the work. You're still doing it. You know, you know, it just took me looking at that 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 little redheaded kid carrying in that uh jugs machine just to just to put you over <laughs> that limit at that time and let you know that you need to find somebody else to do that. And that's I all fit you, that role. Yeah. That's that's how you ended up in the old line room, because you're gonna be grouchy. And you're going to ask to run inserts 16 times. Nothing wrong row. with that best play. In a row, you would ask me to run insert 16 times in a row. I would not yeah, complain once. Well, you know, you drop like one or two of them. So, like. That's. 
I don't know. I'd like to maybe see some like huddle on that, but for clarification, but video proof. Yeah. Well, what do you guys got planned for the rest of the night? I know we got here, you know, it's what time we got here. 823. What do you guys got planned for the night? Addison's probably got to hang out with his fiance. Wilson's probably going to say, I'm going to play Call of Duty. And Bryce is going to say he's got to go to sleep because he's got to wake up at 6.30 tomorrow. Sounds about right. Hey, not, too far, not too far from the truth. Take me off autopilot. autopilot. Well, are you actually going to play games like and not lose by oh, 50? Bro, do you deal with this Steelers two times a year? I deal with them once every year and usually in the playoffs, so – Oh, yeah, sorry. You don't have to deal with Saquon Barkley getting tack- missed tackles like five different times. Hey, and man, he's pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, you take me off. I, I'm, not, I'm done with finals. Okay. I, I guess I can put you back on. I mean, I'm, I'm just beating everybody in the league this year. I beat the Super Bowl champion, Wilson. Your brother is good, too. Your brother's Arizona Cardinals, right? No, that's not my brother. Oh, well, he's good. Ethan. Know, His yeah. name is Ethan, and me and him I, played high school football together. And he's I don't a know, friend of mine. Guy. We're not brothers, <laughs> but I mean, Bryce, you need to get an Xbox now that you got a job and uh, get into the league, so I can uh, play you twice a year. Like, if you get in the Jets division, you can play me twice a year, and I'll just talk smack to you on my headset the entire time. You're the only one that talks. That's correct. I am the only person who actually puts on their headset. And sometimes I make people put their headset on to talk. Because that it enhances my game by tenfold. Oh, dude, for sure. I need yeah, fun, but playing yeah, fun fact, I just got an Xbox, so maybe we'll have to play. You got Madden? No, I haven't got Madden yet, but first paycheck's rolling around, so well if you go to your local Walmart, it's probably only like twenty eight bucks. And Wilson over here is trash. So if you want to get in that division, I understand to play him too. Don't do it. The Steelers, bro, don't do it. I got to deal with the Steelers two times a year. It is rough. And Addison, wow. as you, if you want, you got an Xbox. You're like a PS4 guy, aren't you? No, I have an Xbox. Why are you staying quiet? Why don't you want to get in the league? I don't have Madden. Ugh. I just, I just pretty much play Call of Duty. Here's here's the worst part about playing Wilson in Madden. Oh, Wilson's yeah, right. got to like you're, overanalyze you're, and tell you everything going on. You're all in one against me, baby. Let's go. Hey, Bring coach. It. It's just like you taught me. I got to do simple pizza math and count the blocks and see if I can run the ball or not. And I beat you. Using my I? words against oh, yeah. me all these years. Like now he wants to throw it against me because he got. Four yards on a crappy run play, like. <laughs> hey, whatever you get, you get excited on the field if we get four yards every run. And then all he does is like roll out and try to throw to a guy that is not even in the like play anymore. He's just like, yeah, that's a, that's just a design play. If I sprint all the way to the left and then uh, throw to my right. Yeah, you lost to me, so that, that tells you something. Yeah, I'm salty about it. Like I'm still salty yeah. about it. Like, I that's, like, the that. first time I think you probably ever beat me. No, when we had that one league two years ago. Wait, yeah. 
I beat you a couple of times. Well, when we had NCAA in the office about a okay, year Okay, that's a different story. Now. I was, that's a different I was story. like 12 and 0. Like nobody could beat me. Hey. Not a single soul in that program. Me and Liam were close, all right? And all I had to do is run the ball, I'd run power and like ice, and you guys couldn't handle it. You guys are all doing Nobody can fancy. handle ice, though. Well, all these guys are doing is doing these fancy concepts. All I do is run the ball and throw it to my tight end. Just the way Smart Bryce man. likes it. All right. You guys got any final thoughts before we, uh, we, we end the old deal here? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> you guys are Stop. such a riveting bunch. Like, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, it, it is. You want difficult. me to be like Wolliver and crying? What's going on here? <laughs> you know, it's it's difficult uh, to have four guys on a podcast and talk at once. So, uh, but uh, you guys should be able to watch the podcast when I post it. I know Bryce has basically blackballed me from every piece of social media. Uh, since I was his coach. So now that you're out in the real world, bud, you're allowed to add me on the Snapchats, uh, the Twitters, uh, those kind of things. So uh, do it. Okay. Because I told you to. <laughs> yeah, I already follow you on Twitter, though. Well, good. So I'll, I'll make sure I get you on a snap, though. Now, after when I put this in the podcast, I'll let you guys know that I'm putting a nice little uh, – remembrance package of you three at the end of this deal. So uh, it's worth a good watch for you three and I should be posting it tomorrow morning. So uh, oh, I know Spryer's dad will be super juiced. Like he'll think it's the sweetest thing ever. Cause your dad's just a guy. And oh, dude, you have, you have to have to get another surgery. No. Yeah. On the same issue we had. Yeah. Wow. It's really, it's kind of, it's not like bad, bad, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> Well, maybe I should reach out to your old man here soon then. But, yeah. All right, that. boys. We'll call it a night. It was good to see all three of you. Um, I know, I, like, your next question before we leave, like, you guys are going to try to interject. Hey, Coach, what about our jerseys? All right. I'm working on a deal for you guys. Don't worry about it. You know, I wanted to send you guys something special since we didn't get to have – uh, you know, our banquet kind of here in the spring. So um, I'll get you guys taken care of. I might have to text you for some addresses to get you guys some things, but I'll take care of you. But all right, boys, we have a good night. All right. You yeah, too. Thank you. Thank you for having you, us. See ya. Love yous. Bye. I will remember you. Will you? Don't let your life pass you by Weep not for the I'm so tired, I can't sleep Standing on Alright, so this week I, uh, I watched a documentary. Uh, it was called McMillions. Uh, it's an HBO documentary. Uh, right now you can watch it in case you guys want to watch it. 
and you don't want to listen to kind of my review of it and what happened I won't go into extreme detail on it uh, but right now you can watch it for free if you have Amazon Prime uh, if you don't um, you know I don't understand why you don't have Amazon Prime it's the easiest way to shop blah 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 uh, Amazon maybe one day you can pay me to make the uh, uh, the little push I made there for you but uh, watch on Amazon Prime um, and it and at first, I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. All I knew is it had to do with McDonald's and the Monopoly game that you're able to play there. Which let's just take a little pause for a second. The the McNop or the McNopoly, the McDonald's Monopoly game uh, that is played every year. Uh, sometimes uh, they have played it multiple times during a year. Is is and was one of my favorite things growing up like I enjoyed going there uh, getting a drink and taking my two game passes off it putting on you know back then you had you got to get like a, a little uh, actual board and like you got to place down there you got to see if you're gonna win something and it was rather exciting um, you know as I got older it only meant that I was eating way too much McDonald's at that time um, as well as I've seen the movie supersize me recently and uh, that uh, scares the hell out of me of what McDonald's can do to my body and uh, things like that. So I'll calm down on the McDonald's uh, and fast food in general. But um, I'm kind of trailing off thought here, but the Monopoly game, okay? Uh, love collecting the pieces. Love getting a free breakfast sandwich or a free uh, French fry, whatever I was going to get. I was rather excited. So, you know, I always thought the game was – I never heard uh, of what was going on in this documentary. So, um you know, I just love playing. I know a neighbor down the street. I can't remember the exact money she won, but uh, it was kind of after the the uh, Monopoly game and uh, set in this documentary because it was more like 2003 or so. But she actually won uh, a larger sum of money uh, playing Monopoly. Uh, we were all pretty jealous on the block that we did not win, but uh, it was nice to see somebody in my small community of Escanaba win. Um, so that was cool, but... On to the documentary, okay? Basically, in this documentary, uh, somebody tipped off the FBI about uh, that the Monopoly, the McDonald's Monopoly game was rigged. And to look into the people who have won um, are all related. Most of them are related in some sort of way. Um, and that's kind of the, the start of the documentary. And, you know, in the beginning, you're sitting there, you're going, well, it's got to be McDonald's, right? Like, McDonald's doesn't just want to give out free money left and right. Like, who would want to do that if you're a big business like them making billions of dollars? You didn't make billions of dollars by giving away money. I know that. So, uh, at first, you're just sitting there, and you're, you're just assuming it's going to be McDonald's. But the FBI, uh, one of the guys, he wasn't in charge of the case, but he kind of ran the, the case. Um he starts going, like, he was working on another case that he found absolutely boring uh, doing with health care. So uh, when this tip came in, the FBI was kind of, like, brushing it off, like, you know, it's nothing. Uh, and he was a young guy. He was like, you know what, this seems way more interesting than what I am doing. Uh, I'm going to follow up on this lead and see what it's about. Uh, so basically he uh, contacted that person, got some more information, got the names of the people that won, uh, let them know that they were related. And they started doing some... Uh, detective work and found out yes they are they are there's a string here together of people uh that have won um 
and they decided that uh, when they start putting evidence together and they got themselves a uh, uh, an attorney that would try the case um, they had to go out there uh, and kind of almost catch these people in the act for the most part it was not going to be uh, you know it was going to be hard to find out who they were um, so they brought McDonald's in and McDonald's is appalled when they find out that they find out their game has been rigged how there's all these people that are connected that are winning um, so you find out McDonald's is not in on this situation which is it, at first I really thought they were there's no way I thought McDonald's was going to be clean of this and they're just giving money to people who had to you know either get uh, raises or payoffs or whatever it was maybe it was in the family but nope I was wrong um, so basically McDonald's doesn't do any of their promotional work is what you find out they outsource that they outsource it to companies so the company that they outsource this to uh, is where you find out is where the leak is coming from um, there's a guy named that goes by the name of Uncle Jerry and Uncle Jerry is the man that you would contact to get a game-winning piece so there is a lots of uh, you know uh, to win you had to have you know the corresponding pieces that you know if you're playing Monopoly alright I gotta get uh, Park Place and I gotta get you know all these places uh, and I win X amount of dollars or I you know I could have an instant million dollar winner uh, all these winning tickets uh, that were supposed to be going out in the promotion uh, so they go out but he was holding on to them and uh, basically we had his own racket on how to make money off it uh, and nobody could figure this guy out for a while uh, but the big news was McDonald's was going they had a monopoly coming up within the next month uh, and they were going to run it and they wanted to put uh, an agent undercover to basically find out uh, any information that they can and try to get these people's stories that have one uh, and try to find a, a little uh, a little false information that they give um, so basically uh, when they get down to it they find out that Uncle Jerry there's two Jerry's one is kind of has some mob ties and one Jerry works at the business that uh, goes uh, that's the outsourced company for McDonald's and their um, all that stuff but you know it, it's it was an intriguing story uh, and I don't want to give everything away um, I'll, I'll try to revert from a lot of it but if you think that was just them stealing money and that was it uh, it's a lot more intricate than that I mean this guy uh, was manipulating people to get if you want one of these game pieces you need to pay me now uh, X amount of dollars making people mortgage their homes to pay him up front to get a game winning piece and then once they got the game winning piece you know you didn't have most of the people weren't taking the lump sum right at once they were going alright I'll get paid uh, you know X amount of dollars for every month till this till it's all paid off and every time that came in he was getting a cut and you find out there's two Jerry's getting the cut and the person who won the game winning ticket uh, was not getting a great deal out of the whole thing here I mean they were getting money but they weren't getting the full lot so um, it was just mind-blowing I, I just couldn't believe it like it, it, it was an addicting uh, an addicting kind of 
show. Like, I had to keep watching. Like, there are our episodes. I want to say it was six episodes, and I definitely wiped out three uh, rather quickly. Uh, and then the next day, wiped out the next three rather quickly. And I just sat there, jaw, kind of, what? You know, of just something that was going, like, this This isn't like it just happened, like, oh, this happened for three years, it was rigged. It happened since it started. 1984, when they started this promotion, it was going on all the way up to 2001, where they got caught. Uh, that's mind-blowing in its own, all right? To have a a rigged system like that going on and then you find out that's not the only uh, rigged system they got in the in the bag here to get things going I mean it was just it blew my mind um, you know because you always thought it was an honest game like you had a chance to win you know uh, and in reality you just didn't and even after the fact you find out McDonald's the the odds of winning were uh, less than they were leading on to uh, it was very impossible to win I also found out that Back then, you you could go get a magazine, and they had game pieces in the magazine. That's what blew my mind. If I had known that, I would have went and bought a, a damn magazine back then. Or you could go up to, uh, since it couldn't be considered gambling, because uh, that was a big no-no with the government. So basically, if they if, a, if somebody walked in the store and asked for a free game piece, somebody had to give them a free game piece. If I had known that, I would have went there every day and asked for a free game piece. But anyways... Before I, you know, get off on that tangent, you know, it was, it was mind blowing, and how, how do we, you know, how does McDonald's, you know, they after that, they had to try to make up for it, like, you know, especially when the jig, you know, the jig was up with the outsourced company, uh, and the guy that was running that racket. But now even McDonald's is getting looked at like you guys weren't going to let us win the big prizes anyways. Um, you know, so like the following year, they went out and gave like $25 million worth of prizes in the Monopoly game, like made it easier for people to win, which I still didn't win in 2002. I know that. Um, but, you know, growing up, I like I would have thought I would have heard of this story. I really did like. The Monopoly game was rigged. I played the Monoc McDonald's Monopoly all the time. Every time it was out, I was going to play it. You know, I was excited to play it. And I never heard this. And, you know, when I'm watching the documentary, I see when the case actually hit the news, it was like a week, two weeks before 9-11. So once 9-11 happened in 2001... Nobody was gonna. Nobody's covering that story when there is so much other things to cover. That in reality was probably you know it's a lot more important. Um, except for you know the fear of everything going on. I could go a whole podcast about you know 9/11, the day, my day of 9/11, or go over just uh, the stuff that was on the news at that time and even after that for two years, three years after just. Um, you know, seeing those sites, I don't even want to go into it right now. But, you know, that's why you don't hear about it. Because it almost got covered up by, you know, a national tragedy that uh, this kind of just went kind of by the wayside. And, you know, good thing for HBO. Like, I would have never known about it if they didn't do this documentary and randomly saw it, figured, hey, might as well watch it. Looks like a good watch. Uh, you know, so... If you guys got uh, some time to watch it, I suggest you do. Um, fantastic. 
it's not just uh, you know white collar crime as some people may call it and or you know it's got a lot of intricacies and a lot of interviews with a lot of different people uh, you know between some of these guys that had mob connections um, and other rackets that were going on at the same time with these people um, you know trying to get these you know the actual footage of them trying to get the stories of how these people actually won their games and find that hole in their story um, you know it was it was great detective work it was great to watch uh, if you got if you got prime I suggest you watch if you got HBO go or whatever they got as a system you know whatever it is go watch it it's a good watch all right let's uh, let's start wrapping up the podcast uh, let's get to Netflix movie of the week uh, this week I picked Extraction. All right, it's an action movie um, that is a militarized kind of movie. Play uh, Chris Hemsworth plays a man uh, who basically uh, does uh, he does the the wet work, the the underground uh, military operative, uh, and from Australia, just like he is in real life. Um, this is a movie that was made by the Russo brothers. Uh, and I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Um, there's action all over the place. There's the explosions. There's gunshots. There's uh, hand-to-hand combat that is blows your mind away, as well as a good storyline that makes you kind of follow along. It wasn't uh, boring at any point. I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie. Uh, loved it. Loved it. Um, but let's get into three and out. All right. Okay. First down. All right. This week, Don Shula passed away. Uh, whoever doesn't know who Don Shula is, what the hell's wrong with you? But uh, Don Shula, very successful football coach, uh, coach for the Miami Dolphins for a very long time, probably what he's most known for. Um, but he passed away this week. You know, he was a two-time Super Bowl winner, um, you know, four times uh, coach of the year in the NFL. Uh, he has the record for most NFL wins of all time with 347. Uh, sad day in the football world. Uh, Don Shula was a hell of a man, a uh, hell of a football coach. Uh, he'd be dearly missed. I remember Chuck Klingbaugh, a great friend of mine who passed away. Uh, he would always tell Don Shula stories from when he was down in Miami, uh, and they always never disappointed. Uh, but uh, rest in peace, Don. We'll all be thinking about you. All right, second down. All right, it's the NCAA Mental Health Week. All right, in Division Three. Uh, I've been practicing myself some mental health. Um, getting out of the house, don't just sit around here and do nothing all day. Uh, got out the other day, took a walk, uh, went to the field, kind of reminisced a little bit of some great things that happened on that field here in Finlandia. Uh, was very excited about that. Um, you know, but it's a serious thing. Mental health is not uh, something to you know laugh at or anything like that. It's a serious issue, uh, especially now with all of us kind of sitting at our homes and dwelling on this COVID-19 business and um, you know and eventually we're going to get back out to normal but you know practice these mental health uh, exercises uh, they're getting posted by our um, athletics uh, Twitter and Facebook and everything like that uh, very good ideas on how to uh, improve your mental health um, but you know big thing for me you know sometimes you just got to take a time out during the day and take a breath and Uh, Just sit back and relax a little bit. Don't just put every stress of the world on your shoulders, uh, because it's not just going to be you. It's you know it's everybody working together. You just you got to keep a clear mind, keep a clear head, um, and work hard. So uh, mental health week. All right, third down. 
pretty excited, all right? Uh, people that are very close to me, my wife and I, Christina, uh, they know that uh, my wife is five months pregnant. So for you people out there who didn't know, uh, I'm having a baby this uh, September. Um, maybe you might have a little, uh, a little raffle, not raffle, but uh, some sort of contest uh, to see who picks the right date. And maybe it'll be a wait, or maybe it'll be uh, something along those lines. But uh, just yesterday, uh, we got a blood test back, and we went and had an ultrasound. Um, and we found out the gender of our baby. Uh, and I am uh, ecstatic uh, to report that I will be having a baby boy uh, coming this September. Pretty excited about it. Uh, you know, I've always, uh, when I thought about having children, I always thought about having a son. Not saying if I would have had a daughter, I would have been disappointed. I know I could handle a girl. It would be great. Uh, but personally, you know, I'm really excited to have a boy. Um, but that's three and out. That's the show to this week. Um, sorry I missed last week. I was a little bit busy with uh, my actual full-time job. I got a lot of things going on. Uh, so had to take a week off. Back on the podcast. This is the end of episode five. Uh, look forward to next week. Uh, hope everybody is staying healthy. Uh, safe, uh, wearing your mask, staying protected. But everybody stay safe out there. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys later.